Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello there and welcome. It's Monday morning, so that means it is time for the Irish Examiner's Paper Talk podcast and uh, this morning uh, an action-packed program looking back on a hectic weekend of Gaelic games action and all of it not necessarily inside the white lines of the football fields of Ireland we're going to start with uh, Croke Park and Congress and the Irish Examiner's GA correspondent John Fogarty was there and uh, John so many talking points <laughs> where to begin uh, let's let's start with uh, Super 8 and and the fallout uh, since the decision. First of all, were you surprised by how comprehensive the vote was? Fully expected it to to hit 70%, call them, uh, certainly reached a two-third majority. Um, but 76% now is quite emphatic and gives a, a strong endorsement now to um, to Porrick Duffy and Aegon Farrell to go ahead now with it and implement it. As much as I think it's going to be a headache for fixture planners, um, you know, it'll be left for, to Fergal McGill and the CCCC to put this all together now, and it'll be di- it's going to be difficult in, in in a lot of senses. It's going to be pr- extremely difficult for dual counties, and I don't think there was enough consideration given to dual counties as much as the likes of Tipperary voted for 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 some inexplicable reason other than funding, as far as I'm concerned, because they ignored their own uh, footballers. They I, I, in my opinion, they they didn't ask clubs to. Um, they they ask I, I, as far as I'm aware that they ask clubs um, the the three proposals in one when the three proposals were three separate motions. That is the All Ireland plans being moved, the Super Eight proposal, of course, and the extra time proposal, which would you know um, ensure that extra time is applied to all games apart from All Ireland and provincial finals. Um, I, I, you know, is it too sad? Is it too, is it too crazy to call it a sad day for the GAA? I don't think it is. Park Duffy said afterwards that he felt that there's, or in explaining the rule, and there was real a real hard sell column of this Super Eight. He said um, that there's nothing to fear. I think there's plenty to fear. Um, I think it's elitist. I think the stronger are going to become stronger. The weaker are going to become weaker. It's. I, I'm I'm very for a, a tier championship, as Sean Kelly has pointed out in the past. Sean Kelly voted for the motion at the weekend. He said reluctantly because he can see that that, like uh, I can see and a lot of people can see that this is a tier championship by stealth, but it's the wrong way to do it. Um, it's it, it's really the wrong way to do it, and I'm not even mentioning hurling here, which is going to be completely dwarfed, as much as the GA administration say it won't be. But when you're talking about five hurling games compared to 19 in July and August. I think I think it's very worrying. Uh, but we'll say, John, in terms of the next three years and the experimentation with the Super 8, is there the possibility that this is the first step towards a possible Champions League format? You know, the end, we've often talked about it before, the end of the Provincial Championship and heading into that Champions League system for the All-Ireland Series? 
It's certainly a step towards something, Cullum. Um, whether it's the Champions League or not, I'm not sure. The provincial championships are always going to remain because basically the GEA needs the provinces from an administration point of view. And to lose the Munster Hurling Championship, I know we're talking football now, but to lose the Munster Hurling Championship, to lose the Ulster Football Championship, I think would be crazy. I think the, the, the provinces would really rally against it as well. We're going to see the prov- provincial championships in some way and uh, uh, for the foreseeable future, but absolutely something can happen afterwards. I think hurling is going to replicate this Super 8 in some shape or form over the next while. I think there has to be more hurling games because it's, it's been completely uh, sh- overshadowed now by football from next year and possibly for the year after as well. So something has to change there. But I find it ironic in a way that administration were on the record last year and saying that they didn't want uh, more games and now we're having now we are having it and uh, for all the people who say that this isn't about money I can't see why it why it is I, I don't know how you can marry something that is supposed to be for clubs and yet add more games uh, for for inter county as much as it's over a more condensed um uh, time um it's it, it's 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 going to be quite lucrative, and you know, I asked Park Duffy on on Saturday evening about um, RT and Sky Sports and whether they're going to get more games, and he says that they are, but he's on record as questioning the amount of games that are televised here. So there's a lot of um, opinions being changed here. You know, Park would have been against the idea of September finals or finals being moved from September, and now he he's in favour of it. I can see his argument for it, but um, on other issues such as um, extra games and things like that, um, he's he's also changed his opinion, and it remains to be seen now what else the GA are going to change their mind on. You had some very interesting quotes in the Irish Examiner on Monday with uh, Jim Gavin after the game up in Bally Buffet, John. I, I got the impression from, from Gavin's comments that he thinks that there there is more to come and there's more to be explained by Parik Duffy and by Crow Park. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the tier championship is, is one element. Uh, we might see two, maybe even three tiers. That's something you know. I think we all agree we want, we do want to see the best playing the best more often. That absolutely, but at the same time, there should be some sort of um, a support and allowance given to the developing and the weaker counties. Um, you know, we're not going to see the likes of Clare and Tipperary reaching All Ireland semi-finals, football semi-finals over the next while, and that's really unfortunate. Uh, we've seen the likes of Wexford and Fermanagh in the two thousands reach All Ireland semi-finals. Those days are going to go now. Uh, certainly from next year anyway um, and that's a pity the, the, I, I think you know it wasn't in a lot of ways last week wasn't a good a good week for sport and fairy tales when you when you think about Pygate um, in the FA Cup when you think about Claudio Ranieri I don't think I think the GA you know really cut into its own uh, fairy tale stories on Saturday and okay. and and ended them but 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 let's let's look back to last year Tipperary reached an all Ireland quarter final reached an all Ireland semi final who's to say that they won't reach an all Ireland quarter final again next year under this format and thousands could be turning up to Simple Stadium to see the Tipperary footballers playing Dublin or Tyrone 
well, considering only seven hundred have turned up for their first couple of games, cut them. You know, uh, you know that that that's unlikely. The fact that they would have to uh, to win two out of three games, you would imagine these Super Eight games are going to be three games in the space of two uh, of of twenty twenty one days. Um, I can't see a panel like Tipperary surviving that or achieving two wins out of three. I think it would be highly unlikely for them. Um, whereas the likes of Dublin Mayo, Kerry, they're ready made for this. They're they're just gagging to go at this uh, this the Super Eight. But again, I have serious issues. Uh, about the Super 8 in the sense that it's going to clog a lot of the, the, the time for these guys um, the likes of Mayo uh, Kerry Dublin if they reach All-Ireland Finals um, it, it's quite possible that they then might only have a month to finish their their, their club uh, championships in time for the provincial club championships because if this is the, the prelude this is the precursor to the calendar year coming in column this whole idea um, so whatever time the clubs are getting uh, as a result of this condensed All-Ireland Championship I think it's going to be taken away from them because the, there seems to be this motivation to get everything done in the one year um, that's going to be extremely difficult uh, difficult for the likes of the most successful counties and uh, you know we saw Geraldine speak speaking in the Irish Examiner about it today, you know, they've always felt, Cork have always felt they've done things the right way by intertwining their club games with their inter-county games. They realise now that they're not going to be able to do that. We're going to see a lot more games in September. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's often been said that the Dublin Championship has been run off as a blitz. We're going to see a lot more blitzes. Now, the other side of the equation, John, that I want to talk to you about is the GPA and the CPA. Where does all of this leave them? CPA column will, I would imagine they'll release a statement in in the coming days. And to be honest with you, time is of the essence here now because you can already see in some of the reactions from the managers yesterday and players that they want to move on now and just get on with it. A lot of them aren't happy, uh, but they'll just get on with it. But the CPA have to strike when the iron is hot here. I think they have to come out with the proposals that they've been talking about. A couple of them have mentioned that it's light years ahead of the Super 8 proposal. Well, if so, bring it out now because there's no time in hiding about it. Um, People will move on from this and they have to do something. As regards the GPA, Dermot Early has to go back to members now and ask them what they want to do. Um, This is the second slap in the face they've got in 12 months from the GAA as much as they've pulled off a very lucrative official recognition deal with them um, are they just about the money or are they actually about reform and representing their players and and looking after their concerns as, as regards actually playing the game um, so that's the element there plenty to do for both of them this week anyway and it has to be done I would imagine by the end of the week Did the CPA have the wrong strategy in advance of Congress coming out Maybe shouting and roaring a little too much for a newcomer? As a newcomer, to make their voices heard, they had to be a, a little bit um, aggressive. Uh, on a couple of occasions, they were perhaps a little bit too much. Um, the likes of Liam Griffin and, and Derek Kavanagh now really have to come to the fore. Both are very respected men, um, and we have to hear a lot more from them over the next while because they are the fixture coordinators. They are the guys who have been compiling... Um, the strategies and the schedules and the the formats that are, the CPA claim anyway are better than what's out there at the moment. So we need to hear more from them over the next while. But certainly, um, the CPA have 
made a couple of errors here and there. They had to be they had to be aggressive. They had to be heard. They had to be aggressive. Um, but you know it's up to Griffin and Cavan and now as far as I can see we have to see plenty more of them they have to become more prominent How realistic is a potential strike action by the GPA? I don't know again managers will have a lot to say in this Um, you know we saw Rory Gallagher supporting the Super 8 format Um, and then on the other hand the the Donegal players um, opposing it Um, the players will be uh, you know, some of them, like we've seen Johnny McGee obviously calling for a strike, but I can't see many managers doing it. I can't see, I could see Colin Collins doing it, I could see some others. Liam Kearns already seems to want to move on as much as he's disappointed that Tipperary didn't, the county board didn't heed his concerns, nor the players, nor the football board. Um, strike, uh, I could see something, I, I could see cer- certainly a, a protest. Um, whether it be you know a refusal to apply with anti-doping or, or something like that, but an all-out strike I think would be. I don't think not that it would be logical, but I don't think it would be feasible. I just think managers and county boards just have too much going on now. We're into the the fourth round of the the league, um, and uh, you know things are ramping up very quickly. Back to the issue, and we touched on it a little earlier of the All Ireland finals coming back into August slots. There was the argument in terms of losing the marketing um, of continuing on into September. I think it's been lost a bit in all of the Super 8 thing. Do you, do you think that that's going to be damaging? I, I, I do think so, in a way, Colm. Um, Keith Duggan in the Irish Times wrote a lovely piece on Saturday. A really, uh, you know, it was a sentimental piece, but I think it would have um, resonated with a lot of people. It certainly did with me anyway. And, you know, we're so used to measuring our, our year by All-Ireland Finals. Um, you know, it's almost the start of winter in a way. Um, once the third Sunday is out of the way, and you know, from a promotional aspect, yes, uh, it's going to be unusual. I would imagine that Camogie and the ladies football will say thank you very much. We'll take September for ourselves now, as much as you know, we will see the county finals, of course, in, in September. It's not going to be in a complete, you know, the GA aren't completely surrendering it, but. You know, it is the shop window. You know, I know a lot of people hate that that expression, but it is the shop window for the GEA. But I can see. Listen, they have they're moving, they're move they're moving the finals for the right reasons. Um, but whether it's going to cost them, you know, it, it could happen down down the line that we 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 see a return to the trenched in our psyche, in our sensibilities. Um, you know, it, it remains to be seen again. This is a trial basis. We could see the, the finals going back to September. Um, you know, but for, for, for now, anyway, it, it, it's August finals, and the 27th of August looks like the All Ireland football final date next year. Uh, it's going to be a little bit mad to get our heads around that, and certainly uh, I would imagine the, the Rose of Tralee people aren't too happy now because there's going to be um, they're not going to be hogging all the headlines in in August. You know, you're, you're thinking of things what goes on in August. Um, you know, Kerry building up for an All Ireland football final around the time of the Rose of Tralee festival. Uh, that that that'll be that'll be unusual. Mm, that's all on the presumption that Kerry would be in an All Ireland final, of course, at the end of of August. Very quickly, let's talk about the game of the weekend and we mentioned Kerry there and their uh, their early season form looked uh, looked so impressive day one uh, what about that for a result against Monaghan down in Killarney yeah um, not, uh, you know I was on Radio Kerry this morning speaking with, um, with 
um, w speaking with Ambrose O'Donovan, and um, you know, <laughs> there is a concern that they're losing games at home. Absolutely losing games at home, but losing to Monaghan is nothing to be ashamed of. It's just that they're down players, and you know, Dr. Croaks, the lack of the Dr. Croaks players would have been felt yesterday. The fact that the full forward line didn't score from, you know, didn't score from play would be a huge concern to starting forward line. So, um, you know, there's plenty of work to do, but I would imagine there's going to be a response against Roscommon next weekend. Okay, we were writing uh, obituaries of Mayo football after the opening weekend, and now we're talking about them as potential league finalists. Yeah, and uh, they're raring for this Dublin game on Saturday. You can see that all you know the fact that Lee Keegan has come back so quickly after Westport's uh, All Ireland uh, intermediate final victory, uh, you know, sends out uh, a message that they're there and they're not going to be moved away. That's a that's a huge thing. Um, I would imagine we're going to see the O'Shea, uh, Aidan O'Shea coming in now, probably probably for next weekend as well. Um, Listen, it was so silly for the people to write off Mayo after a result like that again. As I said at the time, it was in the context of what was said by Noel Kennelly and Pat Holmes in that interview in December. Mayo looked like they're men on a mission. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised how well they're doing. I, you know, I, I fully would have expected them to finish mid-table or third or fourth in, in the league. But it looks like they're going for a league final. And, you know, it would be a real scalp for them to beat Dublin and to end their um, their unbeaten run uh, of 32 games. Uh, Dublin drawing for the second time in succession. John, do you think that the, the, the record since their last defeat is is kind of weighing a bit heavily on them? Um, perhaps a little bit. Um, they, like to look at their team at the weekend, Colm, uh, um, the team in Bally Buffet yesterday, it wasn't, certainly wasn't anywhere close to their first team. They were missing a lot of guys like Johnny Cooper, James McCarthy, Dan McConnelly. They're going to bring out the big guns, I would imagine, for Crow Park next Saturday. Uh, it's a good match. They, it always is against Mayo at this stage now. So um, we're going to see a lot more of them. You know, to, 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 to maintain it now, they were robbed yesterday, as far as I'm concerned. As much as a, a draw was a fair result, the, the, the three at the end was was quite preposterous, really. And they, they, they probably should have won by a point. Uh, there's not much to fear there for, for Jim Gavin. You know, if this unbeaten game uh, run comes to an end, whether it be against Mayo, Kerry or whatever afterwards, they're not gonna they're not gonna panic too much. But they're, again, they're they're conceding goals um, in quick succession. We saw it against Kerry last year, and we saw it in Bally Buffet there yesterday. They they concede goals and, and scores in quick succession, and, and that has to be a concern. Um, and and you have to look at Stephen Cluxon there. And that's it for another edition of Paper Talk, the Irish Examiner Sports Podcast. My thanks, as always, to John Fogarty, the Irish Examiner's GA correspondent, and to Larry Ryan, who produced the programme this week. Don't forget you can listen each week on SoundCloud and on iTunes, and hopefully we'll have your company again next Monday as we look back on a double weekend of the Allianz Football and Hurling Leagues. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 